welcome one and all i am aradhna and you are tuned in to the connectors podcast and today we are all set to delve deeper into the fundamentals of the derivatives market so if you ever tried pushing your luck at investing in the markets you must have come across the word derivative being tossed around it might have been fund managers describing options based on stocks or it might have been any financial publication on the 2008 crisis talking about credit default swaps but for most of us however the depth of these terms and how they might affect us is something that is quite often not pondered upon so simply put a derivative is a financial instrument that derives its value from an underlying asset now the underlying asset can be equity currency commodities or interest rate any change in which leads to an equivalent change in the derivative and derivative markets are investment markets where derivative trading takes place you'd be surprised to know that these markets are not just any new age concept with roots dating back to the second millennium bc in mesopotamia these financial instruments however were not widely used until the 1970s but as the need for an efficient risk transference mechanism grew with increasing stock prices and booming interest rate volatilities all across the globe it ignited the rapid development of the derivatives market which today has brought us to such a stage where we can't even fathom modern finance without them so before we talk any further about trading in the derivatives markets it's imperative to remember that the basic economic function of these markets is to provide opportunities for market participants to hedge against the risk of adverse price movements now since the value of the derivatives is linked to the value of the underlying asset these contracts are primarily used for hedging so for example an investor may purchase one such contract whose value moves in the opposite direction to the value of an asset that he owns now in this way the profits in the derivative contract may offset losses in the underlying asset now further these derivative contracts are distinguished into futures and forwards options and swaps now if you're hearing these terms for the very first time they might sound a bit intimidating but trust me once we really get into what these actually are and how they function it's as easy as the alphabet so in very simple terms a futures contract is a standardized exchange traded contract which obligates the buyers to purchase an underlying asset at a pre-agreed price that is the futures price on a specified future date also known as the settlement or the delivery date so whenever an investor takes a position in the market by buying a futures contract he is said to be in a long position or to be long futures on the other hand when his opening position is that of sale of a futures contract he is said to be in short position or to be short futures so to make it simpler consider a as the buyer and b as the seller in our futures contract wherein b agrees to supply a asset z for 100 rupees on the settlement date so now if a, if a month from today the futures price increases the buyer would realize a profit 
whereas if it goes down the seller would be the one reaping profits so for example if a month from now the settlement price of the contract as determined by the exchange increases to rupees 120 a the buyer could then sell the futures contract which he bought at rupees 100 earlier now at rupees 120 thus realizing a profit of rupees 20 overall and b the seller would thus realize a loss of the same amount so when a position is first taken in a futures contract the investor is required to deposit a minimum sum of money per contract as specified by the exchange and this is called the initial margin now as the price of the futures contract fluctuates throughout the trading day the equity in an investor's account which is actually the final value of all gains none of the losses to his account keeps on changing as well so to cover up for any fall in the investor's equity position due to unfavorable price movements the exchange also determines a maintenance margin which is the minimum level required to be maintained in the account so now you know that if i am an investor in a futures contract i need not put up the entire amount of the contract so suppose in our example the initial margin is just 5% which is rupees 5 to be put up for a contract of a total value of rupees 100 so our buyer a can purchase 20 different contracts with just rupees 100 and this is exactly how a futures contract leverages the use of funds now talking about a forward contract it is essentially the same in nature as a futures one the only difference is that the former over the counter traded instrument is a more flexible one because the parties can customize the underlying commodity as well as the quantity of the commodity and the date of the transaction however futures are standardized contracts that are traded on the exchanges and it is also to be noted here that a forward contract is generally intended for delivery however in case of a futures contract the prime motive is generating profits similarly in our next financial instrument an option contract the buyer is granted the option but not the obligation to purchase or sell to the writer or the seller something within the maturity date at, at a specified price aka the exercise price or the strike price now this right is purchased by the buyer at the option price or the option premium so when the option grants the buyer a right to purchase the underlying asset from the writer it is known as a call option meanwhile when the right is to sell the underlying to the writer it is known as a put option now consider that a buys a call option having a maturity date of 3 months from b for a premium of rupees 5 with the underlying being asset z at the strike price of rupees 100 now any time within the next 3 months a can buy the asset from b if prices are in his favor for rupees 100 however say the prices in the market start decreasing now it's profitable for a to buy the asset from the open market instead however here the premium of rupees 5 that he already paid to b would be the sunk cost and so we know that the maximum price that a buyer can lose would always be the option premium and the maximum profit that the seller can generate would also always be the option premium 
which clearly shows an unsystematic risk and reward relationship in an options contract which is completely opposite to a futures contract so basically hedging with futures implies trading of benefits of favorable price movements for protection against adverse ones but hedging with options not only helps the buyers limit the risk but also at the same time maintain the potential to benefit from a favorable price movement in the markets now though futures and options contract differ from each other in terms of the obligations to be performed and the risk and reward relationships however over the last 3 decades both these derivative instruments have truly truly revolutionized the working of modern financial markets across the globe and that was it for this episode of the podcast i'd love to hear what you have to say on the topic so head on over to theconnectia.com/podcast and visit the episode page to leave your thoughts and suggestions thank you